0: Welcome to the family with
1: LA Nick, co host Catherine Brandt,
0: and Andy Brandt Bernard. And we'll be right back. Tamson Grieg will join us right after this with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. And get Walzer care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw Sean Bryant. So, what's the latest? Oh, well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about
2: what their rights are. We talk to them about things that you know adjusters would call them up and ask them about.
0: And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Leave the Sultans of swing. Good song. I love this band, Dire Straits. It's all true, Andy. Let me know when Tamson's ready to go, and we'll move forward with the show. I think she. Oh, she is, is. on Camie yeah. Patrick right now. We like it being on time. It's a wonderful thing. So Andy, just let me know when we're. Let me know we're ready to go, and we're we ready to go. go. <laughs> are in fact ready to go. Tamson Grieg with us. How are you?
3: Hello, I'm
4: going to have to stop you right
0: there because I might just need to say how to say my name. <laughs> I knew
4: that was coming. <laughs> yeah? You might say what? <laughs> how to say your name? To say how her how her to name. pronounce it.
0: Okay, I'd like okay, to hear how you say your it's, name. It's
3: Tamsin Greg to rhyme with o. What is Greg?
1: Okay.
0: Now, see, I've seen the name twice. Some people do pronounce it Grieg in America, and others pronounce it Greg. So we will go with Tamsin yeah. Greg because That's what it she is said. your name. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that from now on I promise Yeah let's
3: call me Champs, Let's uh, call me Tamsin Gregg Because
0: that's actually correct <laughs> <laughs> Because it's correct Yes we could do it Because it's actually correct And that wouldn't be a bad deal
1: Tamsin you have no idea How excited Tom was To talk to you After he found out That you were on Black Books I love Black
0: Books Oh god I love that show Such a great show do you How did you find yeah. wow. Black Books How did you come
1: across I have no idea. It was on
0: PBS years
1: ago. We—I don't know. I don't know how I stumbled. It's—it's kind of an obscure um, show in the United States, anyway. And it's just—it's wonderful, very, very funny. It must have been difficult to keep a straight face while you were doing that show.
3: (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah, it's true. I have wasted so much time with my just my ridiculous laughing, and um,
0: just wasting time, wasting people's speech time. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, seriously, we never missed an episode. It was absolutely wonderful. Epic's upcoming limited series, Belgravia, created by the genius behind Downton Abbey Julian Fellows. It premieres on the network on April 12th. Ladies and gentlemen, Tamson Greg is with us. Um, I, you yeah. know, I... I well, if we knew one another better, Tamsin, I, w- I would like to give you a compliment. So, so just let's assume that you and I have known each other for four minutes, so I can say whatever I want. Okay? Listen, listen. If you want
3: to give me a compliment, I am not going
0: to stop you. <laughs> well, it is a compliment to all of all of uh, British television and movie making. I I do think, and, and look, I I don't choose sides in any of this stuff. I'm just not that political a person. So whether it's you know. Donald Trump or it's, you know, Joe Biden or Barack Obama. It doesn't really matter to me. That's not my, my point. Hollywood, though, I really wish they would dial it back on the politics because we, look, we just saw 1917, a British film, phenomenal movie, no politics involved in it. You know, sometimes it's it, politics are mentioned in British programming, but it's tempered uh, and it's just a, a joy to be, to get away from it once in a while the the american fixation with politics in entertainment
3: yeah absolutely i think that uh, people are, are attracted to and attached to programs which are about is about storytelling and about reminding what it is to be human and uh, you know let's remember of course that we're in families, generally, and that's political with a small piece. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's how, you know, we engage with the politics of just being alive and just getting through the next moment without actually killing the person next to
0: you. <laughs> I understand that completely. There's no doubt about it. I, <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I look, I, all I'm saying is it's just such, such a relief to walk away going, I didn't have to hear how horrible someone is. You know, uh, so I really appreciate that. The laughs we got from Black Books were just fantastic. Belgravia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to
1: this. I, yes. I was a big Downton Abbey fan, and Julian Fellows is one of my favorite people on the planet. So... I cannot wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's
3: very exciting. This is, a, this is a, a kind of departure for him because it's an adaptation of, of his novel of the same thing as Dalgravy. It came out uh, a few years ago. And it's a, uh, it's different to Downton in that it's a standalone six-part series. So it, it is complete in and of itself. It's not a continuing drama. And it's, in, because of that, incredibly satisfying because you see this time bomb just being set off at the, in the first episode and then the awful kind of inevitability of what's going to happen over these six episodes. And that's all you get. It's like a delicious meal. And then you have to go home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I do understand. Yes, I do understand that. Tom Wilkinson is in the show. I, he's another guy I just think the world of. What a talent.
3: He's so amazing in this show because that uh, I think that part is in lighter hands could, uh, could be overlooked because uh, he just um, uh, follows a very tender plough of the person who is morally upright and yet heartbroken, which he deals with um, incredibly graciously, because he has also lost a child, um, and uh, he just deals with that. And I think that that's what's really interesting about the story, because it's a of it it's about Four sets of four people, two sets of parents who have who are combined and uh, over over a massive divide of class, combined by the leveling nature of grief. They are all mm. grieving the loss of their of a child, and that I think is, is the heart of it. And, uh, mm. and you know, people people are drawn to that, aren't they? How do you survive the worst possible? the
0: loss of your own child Mm -hmm. have have people lost the ability to to realize that maybe my life isn't as bad as I like to think it is because at least that never happened to me Uh, that's the way I look at that whole thing I don't understand how people overcome grief like that and whenever I think I'm having a tough day I think well I still have my loved ones and that's enough for me
3: yeah, but, you know, I think that given the, uh, I'm going to get a little bit political on you here, Tom, given the current situation, <laughs> the global situation, <laughs> the current global situation of a uh, uh, you know, loss of our known of landscape is that actually grief is much closer than we think because grief is not just losing a child. It's about losing what you know to be recognisable and what you have come to, um, to call your own. If the view from my window is what I call my own, and that view changes,
2: mm-hmm.
3: we naturally go through a human process of grieving, and I think that uh, this is a, you know, it's a, it's a macro look at something that is micro within all our hearts.
0: Oh, I think that is true. And good I think way to put it. It is a really good way to put it. Have you been working on that speech? I just like to know, <laughs> that was That was very good.
3: Yeah, Tom. Listen, I heard
1: that I would be talking to you and Catherine, and I just was up all night and thought, "What happened?" Can <laughs> <laughs> she called Julian. Would you write she me some Julian stuff? write <laughs> some stuff so I could talk to Tom
0: about it. You know, I, sh- I should mention very briefly, Tom, right in the middle here, my last name is Barnard, which is a is a British Scottish name in derivation. I think it's mostly Scottish. But but me calling you Greg earlier, uh, I went to the doctor last week. In uh, in Florida, we're in Florida. Originally from Minnesota, but we're in Florida right now. So I went to the doctor because I had a little bit of a sore throat, and I wanted to make sure it was all right. And the man yeah. comes out and seriously said, "Now my name is B A R N A R D, Barnard, like Barnard College or Barnard yeah. Castle in Scotland." That way, he comes out and says, and yeah. he was totally serious. Tom Barnyard, nah. and I said what? He goes Tom <laughs> Barnyard. I said. De- oh, laugh it up, Tamsin! Now all of a sudden it's funny.
1: <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't get that as a child constantly. Well,
0: I did, of but the guy, did. the guy actually thought my name was Barnyard. It's like That's there's no Y in my I, name. your name. I
3: think you should change it to Barnyard. I think it suits you be better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. How about if I change my name? I'll change my name from Tom to Greg instead of Greg or I'll Farmer. Greg <laughs> Barnyard. <laughs> What do you think?
3: Brink
0: Barnyard, Definitely. I'd not buy his album. <laughs> you buy all the albums ever on earth. Um, looking back, you know, uh, through your, your uh, storied career, like 1990, I believe you started, uh, you're kicking your career into high gear, correct? That's your kind of kicked off your career in 1990, is that right? Yes, I'm a thousand years old. A thousand—that's only thirty years. Join so the club. Yeah, we're all—that's true. We're all a thousand <laughs> years old. But what a wonderful career, isn't? Uh, when you first lit out to do this, you, you, looking back now, you got to be like, my God, what a career! Ah, uh, well,
3: I, I'm glad it looks great from the outside because it feels pretty good from the inside. And what's really amazing mm-hmm. is that you know a lot of good actors will do the same saying, Well, I'll, I'll, I'll establish myself in this and then hopefully I'll get a share in America that would give me a, a broader platform and what happened to me was I managed to get on an American show that was actually an American with production, a show called Episodes. And I mm-hmm. didn't have to go to America. Now there's nothing wrong with your country. I just don't want to go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well isn't that nice? But look, oh, Tamsin, so if you, you came here... Bad
3: because I like being able to stay at home and you know, we started all of it in London and came to uh, to LA for a couple of weeks each season to just keep the experience. So I was on this American show, which is also British, shows, and I didn't have to I didn't have to leave my family. It was it was a kind of miracle. So, you yes. know, there are, if I look at the things that have happened in my career I'm incredibly grateful because they do seem to be wonderful rather beautifully handpicked.
4: But you have to remember is not America
0: though. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> we yeah. call it La La Land
0: for pretty, a reason. Pretty much true. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much.
3: Somebody takes me I went to LA for the first time. Very careful. It's
0: death by encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only problem is if you don't want to come and stay in America. How are we ever going to get the show together, Grieg and Barnyard in the morning? <laughs> what do you think?
3: Well, I mean, we're talking to each other now. Look what's possible
0: absolutely you take the lead and I'll just kind of lean back and make a lot of mistakes (laughs)
3: we can
0: call it Zoom Barnyard Zoom Barnyard we're ready to go no I I will tell you we've always enjoyed your work seriously Uh, and I don't want to go over the top on you on Black Books because you've done so many wonderful things but, but that show caught us I loved your character in the, in the show, and Belgravia is on the list now. If you're in it, we'll watch it, young lady. <laughs>
2: oh,
3: thank you so much for saying young. <laughs> yeah,
0: <you're laughs> Not
4: actually, that I'll watch yeah, your work. She's two years younger than me.
0: I know. She's a youthful person. Oh,
4: thanks. I can be
3: any age. If you can watch Belgravia, yes, you'll okay. see it. <laughs>
0: All right, so we'll get the radio, the morning radio talk show, Gregan Barnyard. We'll get it up and running, and then I'll give you a call. All right? Okay. I'm
3: so excited about that because I can do it from my
0: bed. really sounds like you've got a lot of excitement in your voice. It really sounds like a Tamson. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Tamson Greg, ladies and gentlemen, Belgravia premieres on April 12th. Thank you so much for your time. What a joy talking to you. Really, really had a good time. Thank you. You too. Bless you. Thanks so much.
4: Absolutely.
0: Bye-bye. I love oh, her. You know, British going. women. Yeah. What's that?
4: She had, like, a static
0: behind her. It was a weak signal. We had, uh, yeah, it, it was a, weak a weak very signal. weak signal. She's in England, so yeah, that will happen, I, I guess. I don't
1: know. Hopefully it sounds better. I mean, I was having a hard time hearing what you yeah. had to say with headphones yeah. on, so mm-hmm. hopefully this hopefully it can get cleaned up on the audio somehow. You no, know,
4: she fought against Scotland for
0: getting their independence Who did? She did.
1: Tamson. Yeah.
0: Oh, she did? She didn't want Scotland to get their independence? Yeah, she was Uh, one of the top people. A lot of people in England. Oh, I didn't didn't. know that. Yeah. I did not know that, absolutely. Um, Who puts together these lists, Andy? What list? WS Media Manager. Is that who it is? That's Cassie. Oh, that's Cassie?
1: You know. Remember Cassie?
0: Cassie. Well, the only (laughs) problem is Cassie. The reason I said her name was Greig because you have it spelled G-R-E-I-G one place and G-R-I-E-G another place. So I assumed it no, had. No, that
1: be- comes from the publicist. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, she yeah. didn't
0: write that. No. So the publicist wrote yes. that part. Uh-huh. But that—that's what makes it hard is when—when when they put two different spellings and you go, "Well, it's probably not Greg." I've then I've
1: never understood why publicists don't do a phonetic. I know. Could you? Yeah. know, like they do on the on the wire.
0: Check your work. Yeah, exactly. Not a bad idea, I think. Anyway, but no, she was great. Tamsin Greg, late- not Greg. I almost said Greg. Greg. Tamsin Greg, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Epics. Uh, the channel Epics. There's Epics. There are two different Epics channels, right? There's Epics.
1: Um, I don't Epix, know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm but, sure you can find it. Yes. Belgravia.
0: You have uh, you have four days to track it down. Belgravia. Belgravia uh, premieres on uh, Epics Network on April 12th with Tamson Greg. We'll take a break. Be right <laughs> back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to
2: be with you, Tommy.
0: <laughs> should I should I
2: go?
0: L.A., Andy, we just got a notification from Morton Steakhouse that you can get a 12-ounce uh, prime burger, 12-ounce hamburger.
4: That's a Big burger. A 12-ounce so hamburger
0: pounds. and a bottle of wine for $19. You know who would love that? Alex. You should get one for Alex. There you go. <laughs>
1: She'll, she'll take the wine oh, yeah. and leave the hamburger.
0: We'll leave, take Peter, the wine two, and leave the hamburger. Two
4: rare burgers.
0: Yeah, two very rare burgers yeah. for Alex. She would, yeah, she'd really enjoy that a lot. That's That would go over huge. But yeah, it's uh, and for people who've never been to Morton's, there used to be a Morton's downtown Minneapolis in the Gallery, I think it was. Oh. <clears throat> it was downstairs though, and Minnesotans will not go downstairs to eat. They won't go upstairs. They will go upstairs once in a while, but they will never this go downstairs.
1: Still, that isn't there a buca?
0: Yeah, someplace there's, there's over Line yeah, that's downstairs. Buca yeah. Hell's kitchens downstairs.
1: Yeah, not very so many top-grossing
4: restaurants it, in Minneapolis.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, it is downstairs. I've yep. never been there.
4: It's downstairs.
0: <clears throat> God, isn't that weird that Pat's dead? Pat? Yeah, Pat Forcia. Didn't oh, he yeah, Didn't yeah. he yeah. help start Hell's Kitchen? I didn't know he died. I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. You know I what? Know. You're right. He well, did I died. better check and make sure no, i Yeah, right.
4: you're right. I remember. He did die.
0: Yeah, he did die. Uh, he, he didn't knew. he end up in the Who's Cow for a while at the, the Gray Bar Hotel?
4: I don't know about that, but.
0: I used to have parties at Kitchen. I don't Hell's know, but I was like that.
4: <clears throat> Did you really? Yeah, a lot of them. I had uh, uh, Guns N' Roses played at my birthday party at Hell's Kitchen. Really? Yeah, really. Five years well, that's ago. That's a pretty good
0: run at it. Yeah. That's a pretty damn good run, I would say. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't you? Yeah. Five years ago. Well, in any case. So, yeah, I, for people who don't know about Morton's, it is a very pricey restaurant there's no doubt about that if you go there well as an example catherine and i went there earlier this year no it was last year actually last year took another couple with us well andy uh, we went there with you in january yep you and melissa but last year we it was catherine me and and another couple we got the bill and they had uh, a bottle of wine with it but it wasn't you know the 400 hundred dollar bottle of wine or whatever they had a bottle of wine with it, and the dinner was six hundred dollars. Wow, six hundred dollars. Where, where is
4: that one in West Palm?
0: <clears throat> it's on uh, Lakeview Lake and Just, Flagler, almost. Yeah.
4: Oh, Flagler. oh, I know exactly where it's at. Yeah, in, it's,
0: uh, yep, in yep, you know yep, the Phillips Building. The Phillips Building. You yep. know where the Phillips Building is. I know. Exactly yeah, it's right it's there. Up. So you know it's a nice deal having it there, but I mean during this thing you talk about a dream. You got a but basically a half a block walk to go pick up some of the best food in town. Their food is really good.
4: Yeah, the food is good.
0: They have shrimp cocktail where the shrimp are about the size of a baseball bat. And it's like Jesus. I don't even know where we get that stuff. You know, but yeah, it's just. It's a nice thing. that, And it's very smart, by the way. You want to talk about bringing people in later down the line, offer them food that's going to go bad if you don't sell it. That's the other thing that you have to remember, (laughs) is if they don't sell that food, it's going to go bad, and they'll get nothing for it. Uh, They're selling the meat out of the store like it's a butcher shop. So That's that's a good idea. I think it's
1: frozen, isn't it? Is it frozen? I think it might be frozen. I'm not sure. I
0: I saw a takeout.
4: One of these restaurants had roll of toilet paper with every order over 20 bucks.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. At one time, I would have done it. We were getting close.
0: <clears throat> I think I better be careful because we've got two more days left in we town. We haven't had any problems uh, with
4: getting toilet paper.
0: Or hearing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway, I think right now I am almost certain I have 19 rolls of toilet paper in my bathroom. 19. <laughs> 19. I was
1: on a mission to not run out.
0: Yes, we were, but we didn't go. You know, like we it would just it was a situation where we would go into a store and they would happen to have toilet paper
1: after two and a half weeks <laughs> of searching for it and not finding even a roll. Yeah, all the paper products were gone. There was nothing on the shelves for o- over two weeks.
0: Well, that's very true. Yeah. It is absolutely true. awful. Else. And most of the stores down here, there still is no toilet paper. Like, most of the publics don't have toilet paper.
1: Don't they? I haven't even looked.
0: The one on the island does, but the, the rest of them, I have not seen any toilet very paper happy. there. I'm very happy.
1: I'm not yeah. looking for toilet paper anymore.
0: Hopefully, Me too.
1: Hopefully that's something I don't have to do ever again.
0: Mm, you Search down toilet paper. Imagine, oh.
4: imagine how it is way down like, in the Keys. Oh God!
1: They shut down the keys.
0: Yeah, they're
4: done.
1: They shut down the keys a couple of weeks ago. They're just like, you can't come here. Uh, only <laughs> only property owners and people that were working there could be on the island because they're just like we. They don't. I don't even know how many hospitals they have for all the keys and no, where they're. I think Homestead is the
4: closest one.
1: Well, <clears throat> there's probably some smaller hospitals or medical centers somewhere, but they just couldn't. Oh, there's, yeah, it's five clinics. There's, yeah, they couldn't handle a big problem down there.
0: No. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, you're probably right about that. I would say when there's a hurricane,
1: everybody leaves. I hope
0: that would make sense. I would. I would guess. So I just don't don't think they.
1: I mean, probably of all places that don't have a lot of ventilators, it would be the Keys.
0: Yeah. Oh God, can you imagine they wouldn't have any? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I would guess they wouldn't have any at all. They just, uh, I guess I'm never getting into NPR. i you know, trying to get in there and work with uh, my buddies over at NPR, but now they have a new guy, Dushane Drew. Do you know who he is? No. Says Dushane Drew previously held leadership positions at the Star Tribune and the Bush Foundation. Oh. Are they talking about the George W. Bush Foundation, that, that no, Bush? Probably Bush Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> probably Bush Gardens, know. Tampa. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know uh the same oh this is saint paul based bush foundation where he oh, led okay. the grant giving organizations leadership community innovation program so yeah it's different i was
1: gonna say there's no way they would let anybody <coughs> the, that the, came the, walk near a republican over there
0: the, the even though it's publicly funded by half republican money i love that not gonna happen why? How do they get away with that? By the way, that we they use our tax money to keep the welfare radio afloat. I'm not going to be able to call it welfare radio anymore now that a black man's running it. Oh, you took great. away my joke, you uh, prick. They did not take that.
4: They did not time. take that comment well.
0: No, they did not like that. Take a joke, for God's sake! And you they, know, whenever anybody bristles like that, you know it's it's in their heart that they feel the same way.
4: <laughs> I just you thought know it was it's pretty true. petty. I mean, they kicked me out of it studio for it what
0: yeah you i told you that they yeah, kicked me, they kicked yeah. me out they kicked you out because i called it welfare radio yep they kicked me out
4: mm. once me. again
0: the only reason i said that was because they accept uh taxpayer money correct it's all taxpayers
4: yes. all yeah, it's all it's, it's all, all
0: donations well donations and donations yeah, too. So I don't understand how it is that you can be so one-sided in your political views at a place mm-hmm. where half your money comes from the other party. How can you do that?
4: I agree. And, and you know what? You, you can know, start You can start right now seeing the bias on NPR.
0: Oh, there's no doubt about it. I, so, look, it's not for me. You know that I've never heard NPR. I've never even heard it. Isn't uh, that sad? They're getting more and more I,
4: I, biased because heard... where their money comes that's from. That's what I heard.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. I suppose that's true. Well, maybe he'll do a fine job. Drew will uh, have at least one friendly face when he punches in for work. Former WCCO anchor Angela Davis. Oh, he's wearing Angela Davis. She's very nice. I don't know her really well, but she's a very nice person. So that's cool. Uh, I didn't. Oh, so she hosts an NPR morning talk show now. Yeah, she's been on for a
4: while. That. I hear. I yeah, I that.
1: just I just love when we go to places and uh, everybody's like, oh, and this is Tom Bernard. Oh, what do you do? I do a morning radio show. Oh, I only listen to NPR. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: It's like, do you?
0: I only listen to NPR because I'm really smart. Yes. Yeah, okay, settle down.
4: Yes, they're just weary of, you know. I don't know why Nancy's an NPR, NPR
0: fan. Kids. Is she really?
4: Yeah, I don't, want to, I don't get it, but she is. I think she is because I think growing up in the middle of nowhere, North Dakota,
0: that's what you had.
1: Well, but she yeah. also wouldn't say that to somebody.
0: No. No, she wouldn't say that to somebody. Yeah. No way. No, never. <laughs> well, no, so congratulations to DeShane Drew, the husband of Angela Davis. So that's nice to hear. Looks like a nice enough guy. He's got a big smile on his face, so I assume he's a nice guy. I don't know. Like, I, I do not understand the, why somebody like that, who has so much cash. I mean, their studios are beautiful. They do very, very well. They don't have to get ratings. They don't have to sell commercials. They don't have to really... Uh, there's no pressure on them at all. Why can't you take a joke about being called Welfare Radio?
4: Have you been to the NPR studio here?
0: Yes, many many years it, ago. I used to have to use their satellite to cut commercials. Well,
4: I'll tell you, they redid it since many many years ago. And sure, it, it sure. is over the top, man. Oh, I know. It is crazy over the top. They have a. They, they even have a drum room. They have everything. They have stuff that nobody ever touches for years. Because they have a, I know they a live music I, studio. They have everything.
0: You know, the one thing about that I will never forget is when I got there to do my very first one. Because, again, back in the day, they were the only ones who had a satellite because they were so expensive. They could buy it with, again, the taxpayers' money. You know, God bless them. That was good. I got no problem with that. But I, when I got there, they said, okay, we, we have rules. I said, okay, what are the rules? Uh, you will have a, uh, an, uh, a chief engineer, you'll have a board op engineer, and you'll have a microphone engineer. And I said, what? They <laughs> said, yeah, do not touch the microphone. Mm. That's someone else's job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I just, uh, don't touch the microphone. Oh, it's a union, right? I, I, it's a yeah, union. it's always oh, it's a big yeah. time union. But, but still, why would I touch your microphone anyway? I don't understand why why you would want why you even said that. Why would I touch your microphone? It makes no sense to me. Does it to you? Well, I mean, it is true that microphones have to be positioned relatively yeah. uh, precisely, but it's something anyone mm-hmm. can learn. You don't need a person who just does that. No. Yeah, I, I don't know why they did they had such a fit about it. First of all, I am not a board op, so wherever you want to put the microphone where it sounds best works for me. I I don't care. I don't don't need to touch your microphone. I hardly – the microphone I have in front of my face right now, I may have touched, oh, over the last three years, i probably touched it about three times. Maybe about once a year I touch it because there's no reason to touch it. Yeah. You know? But explain to me why it is that people, particularly people who think they're really, really smart – why they just have no sense of humor about themselves? What is that?
1: Well, a lot of people that are really, really smart aren't all that... They I mean, they might not be all that smart, so mm. they're just pretentious <laughs> to seem smarter than they really are. Yeah. No,
0: that's true. Yeah. That probably is true. I, I just... I know that I did find this out because, you know, I talked to Garrison Keillor a few weeks ago now. I had a nice conversation. I talked about uh, that this morning, as a matter of fact, but... Uh, I do know this: that when he got fired from NPR, from actually from NPR because he was on the entire network, yep. one person called him to say they were sorry to see he was going. One mm. person out of all the people he worked.
4: Well, with. a lot of people don't like him.
0: Eh, well, you could still be sorry that he got fired.
4: No, know he was mean to a lot of people. I hear.
0: Mm. Oh, was he mean? Yeah. Well, I didn't know he was mean. Yeah. Well, what Like how? How was he mean?
4: Just a grouch, just mean spirited to people. So,
0: so like that's cats. what I hear. Yep.
4: <laughs> just like me.
0: <laughs> he goes, "Well, that's what I hear." So. Yeah. I don't I'm know. An, I'm a I don't personally know
4: the man, but I know people who worked <laughs> on his show for years, and they all said that he's not a. You know, he was kind of a mean guy. He's huh. not. Oh, they all say that. Well, the ones like, that I knew <laughs> that worked on the show. Well, I but a girl you know, saying on same. his show every week and she said he, he rarely would even speak to her.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah. The one thing you have to understand about that kind of stuff though is that I they they, they people go after me all the time because of you know, COVID-19, they had to furlough a number of people from the show and they're going to furlough even more and as a matter of fact, I'm going to miss pretty much every Friday for the next 4 months so they can uh, Look, I didn't have to do this. I could have just said no. I don't want any part of that stuff. The other people on the show can be furloughed for a week or two or three or whatever it's going to be. Uh, but I'm just going to do my I could have done that because I, you know, I have a guaranteed contract. Well, they all but say I didn't.
4: they all say you're mean too.
0: <laughs> Why well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's the exact point. I cannot tell you how much money that I've kicked back in to protect people's jobs and I get stabbed in the back more than any living human on earth. So I do understand that. Well, I you're a
1: big target. That's why.
0: Well, but Garrison Keillor, maybe when I talked to him, he could not have been nicer. I will tell you, he was very. He called me back because I told Neil Justin, the writer. Or I shouldn't say I told him. I asked Neil Justin, the writer, if he would ask uh, if you would ask Garrison Keillor to call me. So he did call me and I had a very nice conversation with him. And he was—he's a very smart guy. I will tell you that. Got a great sense of humor. He laughed his ass off the whole time we were talking. But if you had success, look, this guy grew up in Anoka with nothing. He was a very poor kid in Anoka, achieved all that international success, did very, very well. So, of course, they hated him because they hate that. Why do people hate? See, I had always admired that. It's like, man, that's what I want to do. I want to succeed like this guy. Prairie Home Companion
4: was a pretty big hit across the country. Oh, huge.
0: It was huge. So I just don't understand. Yeah, because I went through that again this morning. It's like, a, Tom fired Sansevier at Mortal. It's like, yeah. Bob Sansevier is a, a really, really good friend of mine. I've known him for 35 years. Shut up. Okay? He got furloughed because what happened was, once again, the national office, like at iHeart and at uh, at Entercom and all the other ones, the national offices of those places either fired people or furloughed people who were not under contract. They all did it. So if you know about anybody in radio in the United States who's been furloughed, I fired him. I want you to know that.
4: Bob is a really nice okay? guy. Bob's a great guy. He really is. He's one of the nicest people I know.
0: <clears throat> I talked to Bob today, as a matter of fact, and we were laughing about that whole thing. It's like, oh, my God. So but, that, you know, you've got why, one or two Bob's people. That's why
4: nice and you're mean, so automatically it's your fault.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mean guy. <laughs> Tom is a mean guy. <sighs> ah, yeah. Someday I'm going to write a book and just go back and just all these people. Bob wants to write it for you. I know Bob wants to write the story Oh, do we have
1: Kostaki coming on? Yes.
0: We do. We should take a break. We'll be right back. Kostaki is up next with the family. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hi, it's Tom. The CDC says cancers associated with overweight and obesity make up 40% of cancers diagnosed in the U.S. The CDC also tells us that people with heart disease, diabetes, and lung disease carry increased risk of complications from the coronavirus. We know that losing excess weight improves our health, our heart, and can reverse type 2 diabetes. Do what I did. Lose 20 to 40 pounds or more with help from my friends, Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss, powered by Nutramost. Become healthier before summer gets here. Ultimate makes it quick and easy. Plus, they are strong science certified for being safe and effective. To help you get healthy in this time of crisis, Ultimate is giving all clients 25% off for a limited time. Plymouth, Theodina, and Woodbury. Start today by scheduling an immediate consultation. Call Ultimate Weight Loss, powered by Nutramost. 763-333-7337 763-333-7337 or go to ultimatewl.com that's ultimatewl.com
4: another good intro
0: ooh, got a little Metallica what could be better than that? Andy, you found a good uh, a good music uh, site there. I did. That'll work It'll go over very, very well, ladies and gentlemen. We know that to be a fact. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, I just got to mention this. Kostaki, you with us? I'm with you. I got to mention this to you because it is unbelievable. The University of Minnesota has announced, because the football program is not going to probably play football this year, at least it Uh looks like they might not, they could lay... Uh about three hundred million dollars aside. They're gonna lose three hundred million if they don't play football wow. because the football program finances all the other sports on campus. Right. Right.
2: Yeah, these oh, are kind of the conversations talk. we're gonna have about all this stuff here. It's tough. Ugh.
0: Indeed. Indeed, well, baseball. Yeah. So desperate. how you man? They
2: actually are floating a plan to like hide all of the players in one town. It's just have a season. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Yeah, Arizona, right? In Arizona. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we're going to do it. We're going to do an NFL draft. Everyone better enjoy that. That could be the last big sporting event for a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Kostaki, I'm glad actually this occurred to me while you were on with us. You work with a lot of sports station. What the hell are they talking about?
2: Well, that's a good question. You know what? I, uh, most of uh. my radio calls are to non-sports stations, and so I haven't really oh, kept really? up. Okay. I've been kind of hiding. I had a report from, uh, from one of my guys that I taught. He's a, he's a morning guy on, like, the rock station. He said that their sports talk, he, like, listened in the car on the way in one day, and they were talking about Tiger King. <laughs> so oh, I, God. I mean, what do you, there's only so much sports talk you can do when there's no sports, I guess.
0: Well, that's, I mean, we have K-Fan in this market. I don't know what the hell they're going to talk about because the Vikings drive their ratings like there's no, I mean, that's, their ratings are based on the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, not to say the people that work there aren't talented. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, man, the Vikings drive their ratings like there's no, they always have. When I worked at uh, KSTP for Hubbard, we had the Vikings. Man, in Viking season, you didn't have to worry about the ratings at all because they were going to be there.
2: Wow, interesting. Yeah, right. I mean, football's okay. king. I mean, you know, there's there's some other there's yes. some other good sports around that they do they do a good job, but in America and, and this in this age, football is king.
4: I actually just listened to a Sports Radio the other day, and they were talking all about trades.
2: Oh, right. God. that's all they were
4: talking about was trading.
2: I feel like there's a little bit of a uh, you know fingers in the ears, la la la. Everyone's pretending we're going to yeah. have the full seasons. You know, <laughs> like I don't see it happening. I hope so. I hope we can come up with some no crowd, test the players right before the game solution. That would be great.
4: They're still playing soccer in other countries with no people in the stadiums. Why aren't they doing that here?
2: Well, we've done it here for years. (laughs) 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 No, I mean with football. I mean with football. Snap. (laughs) I love (laughs) it. (laughs) out of the curve on that yeah,
4: idea. Okay. <laughs> we, we just got a new soccer stadium in our, in Twin Cities, so I'm sure they Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. I, I was actually surprised, but yeah, they built a big soccer stadium here. I don't know who's going to it, but they built I, yeah, it. I mean,
2: it's about time. It, we're finally... I'm 50. We're finally a generation of grown-ups who played soccer as children, right? So mm, it makes me. sense that soccer would sort of eke into the culture, but yeah, it's, it's not top it's not top five sports. I in think America. Americans
4: need higher numbers. One, one to two doesn't work.
2: <laughs> <I know. laughs> two to and one score. And that's a pretty scoring. big scoring yeah. game, yeah. right? That's, okay. a, that's a pretty exciting game. I mean, one to two. Hockey
4: barely got through, and, you know it's... Oh, That's right.
2: <laughs> well, i i I assume I'm a lot like a lot of other people, where I feel like I'm home. I can't go anywhere to work, so uh, it's getting a little Groundhog Day here. Um, and so I brought to to you guys today an kind of monologue about second tier holidays. Uh, not every holiday is Christmas, right? There's a lot of these other holidays on the calendar. Uh, so Groundhog Day. Let's start with that. If I lived in a cold climate like you guys, I would find that groundhog and duct tape his eyes shut. Like you're not going to see a damn thing.
0: <laughs> like oh, fun. that's nice.
2: It's time for winter.
0: That's to nice.
2: Well, it, because. It, we're in this such a strange universe now. I feel like attention to some of these, you know, details are important to keep our sanity. So some of these people know about, some don't. Uh, January 11th, <laughs> Amelia Earhart Day. I don't know how you're supposed to celebrate that. I well, that's
4: my birthday. So Is it really my oh, birthday? There
2: you go. Mm. Did you know that it was Amelia Earhart Day? <laughs> I did. Wow. <laughs> 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 what do you do it's to not celebrate? Even trending on Twitter.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot anyway
2: uh, Yeah. One time I wished a woman a happy Amelia Earhart Day She told me to get lost and I said, that's the spirit <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly <laughs> That's the
2: spirit, baby uh, February 8th is Boy Scout Day I was going to do a Michael Jackson joke here But I already have my Hack Comedy Merit Badge
0: Uh. Well, (laughs) there's one good one It was Joan Rivers She was the only one that ever had a good Michael Jackson joke
2: Oh, what was
0: it? Remember the group Boys to Men? The R&B group Boys to Men? Uh. I was talking to my friend the other day Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Boys to Men Michael Jackson thought it was a delivery service
2: (laughs) Ow! That's a funny line she was pretty funny, man. She I used to have a Joan hilarious. Rivers joke. I had, a, I had a Joan Rivers joke. I did my act once in a while. Um, see if I can piece it together here on the fly. Joan Rivers used to, co- used to guest host for Johnny Carson. Yep. And then she got an offer, mm-hmm. and she did a late-night show uh, opposite Johnny, and he mm-hmm. never talked to her again. Never. And you can still see the look of surprise on her face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> a little, a little mechanical work. But
2: yeah, you know, uh, a little. I had to kind of, guided to kind of piece it together on the fly. It wasn't smooth. I mean, she was kind of know, crushed. No, she was kind on. of
4: crushed by that, though.
2: I'm sure. Yeah, it affected but, her for life. Yeah. I mean, I can understand. Yeah, uh, I can see both sides of that conversation, right?
0: Yeah. Business is business. Yeah. Right. Right, it's all uh, true. I got to tell you something, Kastaki, very quickly. Sure. I'm looking at the Star Tribune, and sometimes I go, you know, I was born in Minnesota, raised in Minnesota, but sometimes I wonder, do they really know what it's like outside of Minnesota? <laughs> because there, there's a story in the Star Tribune about where to pick up Easter and Passover dinners. Okay, where to, to get takeout, you know, for Easter and Passover, right? Okay. today is April 8th you know what April 8th is today is the first day of Passover
1: right
0: so as a sample meal they have a picture of a ham dinner <laughs> no they don't yes they know well, you can look it up on the Star Tribune website because oh
1: no, it's close to Easter
0: no it's actually Passover today it starts yes and they have a ham dinner so <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but I'm a bad guy for going with Welfare Radio. Okay, what? whatever. It's uh, you
2: know, it's a suggested meal. It's you know, it's one of the options you can have. <laughs> like, that's funny. Definitely I don't celebrate cautious. Passover myself, but I have been uh, passed over in show business. How do I celebrate Thank that? You. So I, Thank you. Thank know, you. Is yeah. it whiskey, it's and all bitterness. about you. Well, <laughs> do about me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got here? February, Black History Month. And leap year, so we got a little, We got an extra day of black history. That's always good. Uh, sure. February is also National Dental Month, but you never hear about that. It gets no press. I wonder what? if that pisses off the dentist, you know.
4: They do have the highest suicide rate of any profession.
2: Dentists?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. dentists. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: you never see that on the brochures. <laughs> no. I wonder
4: why they! I don't know. If they, do, I don't so know the they stressful still do, job they to, or something? Well, looking in somebody's mouth all
2: day. It's, yeah, imagine man. some of the people you get in. You know,
4: well, a proctologist uh, would be. Are they high suicide too? No, but they get paid a lot more money. <laughs> That's
3: true. <laughs> I think
4: dentists do all right.
2: That's just, dentists do pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh yeah, yeah they do. They do yeah. all right. Uh, it's true. Let's see here. St. Patrick's Day. I looked this up. He was a missionary, St. Patrick,
4: and he wasn't so, an Irish, right?
2: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So on March seventeenth, I celebrate by pounding green beer and making love to my wife
0: face to face. Oh God! Oh, dear, <laughs> she goes. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear!
2: Oh dear! <laughs> uh, Arbor Day. You don't hear much about Arbor Day. You know why? No pamphleting. Not, not to get the word out.
0: <laughs> love it. Yeah, you're uh, right.
2: Chalkboards only. April 23rd, traditionally bring your daughter to work day. But this year it's more uh, your daughter watches you sit at home and not work day. It's uh, very different.
0: Uh, oh, God, it's tough.
2: Yeah. Mother's Day, uh, second Sunday in May. It's not even a specific date. You know, that's mom's making up whatever rules they want. Why can't we have it on a particular date, mom? Because I said so! <laughs> <laughs> well. See. Father's Day is in, is in June. It's really the only other. It's really the only holiday in June. You know why that is? Because that's what fathers ask for. <laughs> Can we just have one month where we don't have to buy anybody a frickin' present, please? <laughs> uh, Fourth of July. Um, you always buy fireworks from some guy named Crazy Eddie, right? You always see the billboard. Sure. Like, I don't want to buy right. fireworks from a crazy guy. I want to buy my fireworks from anal retentive Eddie. That's who I want to talk to. Where's <laughs> Where's cautious Larry and meticulous Marty? Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to attention to detail, Dave. Yes. If you steal fireworks, is that a three-finger discount? These are the jokes,
0: everybody. These <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, are the jokes, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> Wait till your daughter's old enough to understand that this is what you do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of
2: trouble, man. I know. <laughs> My 11 year old is already there. She's like, this is it, huh? Okay, well. That's great, Dad. <laughs> so,
1: so, do I get a college fund? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not working
2: out. Talk to mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) labor day of course we celebrate by not working that's weird you don't you don't chop down trees on arbor day you don't get married on independence day that doesn't make any sense uh (laughs) september 16th not making this up step family day to which i can only say you're not my real holiday Uh, my real holiday presents and fireworks and turkey you can celebrate step family (laughs) (laughs) turkey Turkey. You can celebrate Step <laughs> Family Day whenever you want. Like, say, every other weekend or Wednesday nights, You know, whenever you, whenever you like. Uh, Lee Ferrickson Day. Here you go. I don't know how you celebrate Vikings. Maybe you overpay Kirk Cousins and then not make the playoffs. Maybe oh, not. there we go. I
0: knew it was coming. Here it is. I couldn't agree more, though, by the way.
2: <laughs> that guy. Has anybody done more with less? Since Yoko Ono, the Kirk Cousins, that guy, he's, he's made some good money. Where does he rank in the current NFL quarterbacks?
4: I don't think he does. suck why?
2: <laughs> he's like the 12th best. He's You know, he's good, but he's not. 12th best? Paid like a, he's been paid like an elite quarterback for several years. It's crazy.
0: It's amazing. No, I know it's, that, I, I, what, it's like $30 million a year or something.
2: Wow. It's some crazy number. Uh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It is he's unbelievable. He's the
2: fifteenth best quarterback. He's the tenth best. He's somewhere in there, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's good, yeah. but he's not great. Yeah, he but hasn't really proven, great money.
4: He hasn't like, like proven anything yet.
2: I I kind of I kind of like the guy, but it's amazing how much he has leveraged the system. I mean, he has played it perfectly.
4: It's crazy or, or how his, much money. He's his made. A, who is it, who is his agent?
2: Uh. <laughs> I don't know if it's the agent as much as sort of the happenstance of the situations that he's wound yeah. up in where he the Redskins sort of held off and didn't pay him and then he had a good season and then they had to pay they franchise tagged him, and then he leveraged that to the next one and then you know, teams were in dire straits and he was sort of the one big name guy that was available and the Vikings got him and paid him a bundle and then they just gave him an extension. It's crazy how much money he's made. Anyway. Uh,
0: You're absolutely right.
2: The third Saturday in October, sweetest day. Can we pull a President's Day and just combine sweetest day and Valentine's Day and anniversary and birthday into one? For the love of God, I like you already, day. Just to simplify <laughs> it. Uh, fourth Sunday in October is Mother-in-Law Day. It's what Wife's Day is going to look like in 30 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Okay.
2: <laughs> National School Lunch Week uh, in October. A week? Are there seven days of food to celebrate? Mothers get a day. Sloppy Joe gets a week. Does that make any sense? Uh, I like
0: sloppy Joes, though.
2: (laughs) That's what you take. I really do. I like sloppy Joes. (laughs) That's the Homer
0: Simpson response. Sloppy Joes. Ooh, sloppy Joes. Well, that (laughs) is true. You're absolutely right about that. All right, this could be
2: the closer. Uh, October 15th I- is White Cane Safety Day. It's when we celebrate the achievements of the visually impaired. Hey, who saw that holiday coming? Good night, everybody.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. i got to read you one thing before you go, young man. All right. All I have right. to read this to you. Bill de Blasio. The mayor of New York just said something that is the most idiotic thing I've ever seen. He, once again, is trying to use people as a human shield. You know what he said? Mm -hmm. He said the coronavirus is hitting people of color really hard in New York. 58% of New York is people of color. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. That right. more I'd, people of color be getting gotta, it they if that's put who that lives Race in?
4: card in there.
0: They just I, do, don't they? They, they, they have gotta to. play the race card.
2: I'm I saw an article like about that. that yesterday. I kind of my eyebrows <laughs> raised at the I, I've seen two different angles about race just in the last twenty four hours. One is yeah. the trepidation that uh, that uh, people of color will have to put masks on. Because they, they've, they're already wandering around in a universe where they're sort of, you know, they, they're suspicious characters to Whitey. And, and then this, this premise that, that they're more likely to have problems with coronavirus because of lower income and less access to health care. and I don't know. So, I guess at some level that's true. But I'm surprised.
0: But too. why that's didn't a, they just say
2: discussion this week?
0: Why didn't they just say poor people? They don't have to mention skin color. It's hitting all poor people but, really but hard. Like
4: Biden said, poor people are just as smart as white people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he did actually say that, which is, that is right? amazing.
2: Yes. He did, but- yes. That's hilarious. If you wrote that into a sketch, someone would go, no, that's, that's Yeah, crazy. for real. That's, that's not believable. <laughs> oh, no, he said it. Trust me. <laughs> he did. I heard him say he it. He said that's it. That's a really funny, like, Freudian uh, slip. Yeah.
0: That's, that's great. People Very just revealing. As smart as, <laughs> poor people just smart as white people. Yeah, the actual headline is, Mayor says virus has hit black Hispanic New Yorkers hard. Because that's who lives there, Mayor. Yeah, right. <laughs> 58% of the population is black and Hispanic.
2: You make a good point, Tom. I'd like to see I would like to see somebody break it down a little further. Is, is it is it about color or is it about yeah. poor?
0: Yeah. It's right. about being poor. It is right. about being poor. There's no doubt about it. Right, right. All right, pally. All right. Some, always like, a pleasure,
2: guys. Hang in always there. Always
0: a pleasure, young man. We'll Stay talk safe. to you later. We'll talk soon. All right, see you. Thanks a lot. That's gonna do so it. Like your, Joan Rivers, your
4: Joan Rivers impression nope. was almost the same as your Bernie Sanders impression. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? It is not even close to my Bernie Sanders. <laughs> All right, see, I, uh, they asked me to do some work in the kibbutz, so uh, they kicked me out because I wouldn't work. That is so funny. God, what a loser! <laughs> I can finally go after Bernie Sanders because he's out of the race. What an absolute lunatic that man is! Crazy Bernie, man. Crazy Bernie.
1: He's very upset. That's all I know. He's always upset.
0: Always. It's all true. All right. All I know is that a lot of white people get off their podcasts at 108 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard anyway.
1: What else do you have to do, huh?
0: <laughs> so I- uh, to you later. <laughs>